right, we're going to get back on with this apostasy series because <laughs> I'm loving it. And it's there's no short of content in it. And something Wait, that's the thing about apostasy. Something happened yet yesterday or the day before yesterday on social media mm-hmm. that I saw that just sent me absolutely through the roof. And I was so angry and I was ready to just do a full on like blasting out pot you know, just mm-hmm. either post or podcast on this particular issue that we're going to talk about. Yes. But I held my tongue. You did, which it, I think was oof. difficult for yeah, you it was. to do. Yeah, it was. I held my tongue, though, and I had, I've had i had time to think about it. Fortunately, I'm not really that much less upset about it. But... Uh, which I don't think you should be. No, I am definitely... Uh, Definitely am keeping Second Timothy four one through five in mind. And that's I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, and extort. And we'll go over that in a minute. Those are all I think those are all just those words that we read and we're like, oh yeah, we, but we don't really know what they mean. I mean, it, they're not they're not words that we use every single day. I mean, reprove is, but rebuke and extort really aren't. But Or, you know, like we, we think in, we get them, but you don't. In the context quite, that they're used is what is yeah, really important though because you can. you that and visualize Obviously, it. you know. Where where they're used and how they're used is very important, and it it can change the meaning of 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 the the word. With complete patience and teaching. So that was the part where I'm like, okay, I, I I'm remembering that I've got to have I have to have patience mm-hmm. with this, but I'm gonna also give you a whole bunch of other scripture here that's really really important with this issue that we're going to be talking about well i think in a part of that as well you know to that point of a lot of times though we take patience as that's where like you get this like inclusiveness and all you know what i mean like we take patience as well, we just have to be patient, so uh, don't talk no, about things that just, shouldn't be. This just, just be means I shouldn't rip your head off and yeah. beat you over the head with the Bible yeah. is what that means. And which I wanted to do on on the first day of this, so this is my attempt to not do that. There you go. For the time is coming when the people will not endure sound teaching, but have itching ears. They will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. And will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. As for you, always be sober-minded. Endure suffering. Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. It's funny because sober-minded was always like one of those like KJV verses that you tell people to like mm-hmm. not get drunk. Yeah. Or to like not do drugs. Yeah. Or, well, Bible tells well, us to be sober-minded. when you ask people, yeah, where is cannabis yeah, a sin? Well, we have yeah, to be sober-minded. sober-minded. Okay. So, <laughs> anyway, let's not stray off to the past here because what we're talking about, obviously, in this whole apostasy series is 
For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but have inching ears. They will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. Mm -hmm. Let me go back up, because that was Second Timothy chapter 4. This is going a little backwards here to Second Timothy chapter 3, okay. 1 through 9. But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unpleasable, slanderous, which I definitely didn't want to be. And that was why I'm glad we took a few days on this one. Without self-control, brutal, and not loving good. Treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Avoid such people. Okay. Having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Circle that and remember that for a second. Or if you're listening to this just somewhere. Just, just remember. Make a mental note of that. Verse 6. For among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women, burdened with sin and led astray by various passions. Oh, you can see where I'm going with this. <laughs> Always learning and never able to arrive at knowledge of the truth. Just as Janus and John opposed Moses, so these men also opposed the truth. Men corrupted in mind and disqualified regarding the faith. Disqualified. But they will not get very far, for their folly will be plain to us all, as was that of those two men. Okay. <laughs> with with all of that taken in mind, I'm going to go back to get verse 6 and from among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women burdened with sins and led astray by various passions, always learning and never able to arrive at the knowledge of the truth. I don't want to be super sexist sounding with this, but this is as a christian woman this is this is one thing why you have to remain submissive to a, a honest well-believing husband is because women naturally have various passions and desires and one of those you spoke about in the podcast a couple days ago that was a curse that happened back in genesis yep from now on, you will purposely want to disobey your husband. And desire, and desire his power of position. Desire his power. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you'll want this empowerment. You'll want to feel that. So this. Oh, yeah, the Destiny's th Child, strong, independent woman is oh, always trying to come oh, out of me. <laughs> and, you know, it is, it is over everything now, and it's crept its way into these false teachers completely and i don't care that i'm naming 
people in this one. I'm calling out somebody directly by name. I'm not really calling them out. I'm informing that informing you of this person sure. and you need to stay away from this person mm -hmm. and I promise I won't keep it, but let's go back to this. So with burden with sins and led astray by various passions. I can't tell you how many different social media, YouTube channels, different ministries mm -hmm. there are. And, you know, it's so funny because you just see if you go through the the comments or the different videos and all these, like the people that are saying things, it is always the same things being said. Like their life is like, oh my gosh, this was yep. what I needed right now for today. You just changed my life and changed yep. my everything. Yep. But it's so funny because it, everybody says that. that like, every that time, goes, yeah, it's dead. In every voice. single situation, I go, wow, there are so many just various. And it's funny because all of those things are always led by a a a desire of self. Mm -hmm. it, like because God can work with things too. Let's, big things in your life, of let's, course, but. let's keep in mind James 3.16, for where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, mm -hmm. there will be disorder and every vile practice. Mm -hmm. Selfish ambition, that's what all of these are usually driven by, yes. right? Because it's this empowerment of you can go slay the day and nothing can hold you down. And this teaching is just regurgitated nonsense and garbage but now they've slapped jesus into it yeah and it's just so it's i mean now. it's fine if you want to be just a cheesy ridiculous motivational speaker that's your your honest like your life-changing speeches that everybody pretends that that they're being changed have been jesus it's they're just well that's fine but i mean they're just they're regurgitated yeah they, i mean thing. they I mean, they fun. never change everything is the same it's always be your best you mm -hmm. you know like uh, it's just it, it's it's always the same nonsense that just it, it doesn't get you anywhere but with women especially and i'm not saying guys don't do it too but i think women have the habit of a lot of times women are um you know in the home and our audience a lot of we have like a lot of homeschoolers and stuff so i mean you guys are and especially too if you don't have a believing husband or a believing you know mm -hmm. you are you're searching and you're looking for these things you're looking for some kind of for spiritual food maybe you have some kind of one well, is women i would say for the most part we're kind of just wired that way that we are seeking out community and fellowship and friendship and gathering you but know what one I mean? thing that i don't think desire. that you are noticing that you're getting manipulated by your own women teachers so bad and so it's not bad. you you don't think of it that nope. way because you're not afraid of that you mm -hmm. feel safe with a woman yep you don't you know you're like i should listen to her and i should m implement everything that she's saying into my life mm -hmm. and, and because this is and That's exactly what i needed I, I mean so i guess before all right before i'll freak out and just close out of this yeah <laughs> okay so before remember when we went went over in Timothy here at the beginning when I mm -hmm. said that um, reprove extort mm -hmm. 
and rebuke. I had to remember. What giving you a, a background here of what those things are so that Paul literally instructed Timothy. This is an instruction that you, you Christian, can, mm-hmm. <laughs> need to use. Hey, the definition of reprove, I mean, that, like I said, that one is one that we use every single day. The Literally, the Webster's, you know, dictionary here, I got it pulled up. To scold or correct, usually gently or with kind, or I'm sorry, with kind intent. To express disapproval of. Okay, so that's reprove. So we're called to express disapproval of. Okay. Insert blank. Rebuke is, that's kind of a weird word, right? Because we read that in the Bible all the time. We hear rebuke, rebuke all the time. You, yeah. To criticize sharply. To reprimand. To serve as a rebuke to. To back down. I'm sorry, I'm scrolling. To turn back or keep down. So, do that. Okay. okay. And exhort, which that's another weird word that that's used, that's in the Bible a few times too. That we, we don't, don't use. That we don't use in daily. every day. And I don't mean that anybody's stupid, but like no, I said, these, these are just these are words biblical words that. So it's so easy to read over them and be like, yeah, like I know what they mean, but it's right. not like you apply them to daily life, so you don't. I don't think stop and really let it. Sink I'll explain in. after this word why I I went ahead and said this though. Okay, so extort to incite by argument or advice <laughs> to urge strongly. To give warnings or advice and to make urgent appeals. So from here on out, we're just okay. going to rename the podcast Brandon Extorts. <laughs> Insert blank. I just, you see comment warriors and social media geniuses and, and all, day all, long. all day long. And we get it all day long. Everybody's a genius, and everybody knows. And and the first response when you go after any of these people is, is all the same across the board. Mm-hmm. But you could tell these people have no biblical knowledge whatsoever with their arguments. Like They're the simply, who, re- yeah, like the woman. The that woman was, who, at the end of our conversation on social media, literally followed finished it up by not only saying bad things about me, but then added in. You know, you have to take the Bible with a pinch of salt. Yeah. I'm like, what? do you? What? <laughs> okay. If you know the, that is so incredibly ignorant, that statement. And it just, like, when I read it, I was like, Walking well, that just now. proves <laughs> your biblical literacy. Like, mm-hmm. you can just tell by the way that somebody argues something like this that they have yep. no idea what they're discussing. Yeah. And I've even seen these these geniuses now that come and, and they've actually got these these social media theology degrees oh, on yeah. on the comments when now they're even defending these these false teachers the way that in the way that they're doing it and they're passing the Bible off as something you know that is a period piece that this was this was very different and that is the first mm-hmm. that is like the first 
telltale sign of a problem whenever somebody attacks that first. Yeah. It says that. Because then you know right there, it's it, no, it's not. It's the living word of God, and, it, and it's applicable to every single generation of man. And it was from the beginning of time till the end of time. Yes, yeah. there's certain cultural things in there, sure. obviously. That don't, and, but those things are, are are you can come to those conclusions very simple. Like it, it's very simple to come to those conclusions. Yeah. Yourself. Yeah. With a with you read it. I, the reason why I say these things, I guess, is because I you're an intelligent person, but I know we wouldn't. It, it, you know, consider ourselves above average intelligence. Okay, so you read the Bible for yourself from beginning to end, and you can you can come up with a conclusion that hey, these things that you learn how to be able to divide the things that don't apply do apply, and it's 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 fairly simple. So in just a general honest understanding of Standard that version of the bible is like a fifth grade reading level so yeah <laughs> and so i don't know i don't want to keep anybody in suspense this long if because i've been already in suspense for like 20 minutes so you've probably lost yeah, so everybody. i'm talking about jen hatmaker because she teed me off bad and this was recent and it's extremely concerning so let's pause first, though. So all of this that Brandon has been talking about, his scripture that he has stated for why it is so important, and we are commanded so, to discuss these things, and then broke down what those things are that we are commanded to do. And now the point he's making, the person he's getting to on this is Jen Hatmaker, which her husband has a church in Austin, Texas, um, I believe is where it's still located. They actually run HGTV before. Um, she's written tons and tons of books. And um, the then became, you know, you know, everybody is now an influencer and a motivational speaker. And she does all of that. That's where she kind of makes her bread and butter. She has a podcast now, big on social media, all of these different things, um, to be completely honest, because I know a bunch of you started messaging us after the first apostasy one, like, whoa, you mentioned so-and-so. I love them. What's wrong with them? And it's like, well, let's sit here and look at it and see, you know, when we hold things up to a biblical scope, where well, do they fall? Yeah. Jen That's Hatmaker was, was someone when I first really start. I'll just share this though, kind of going into it. When I first started, way before branded any of this, when I was like, you know what, I'm reading the Bible for myself. Like I'm sick of being told what it says. I'm gonna look into this. I found Jen Hatmaker's book Seven, and I read. I loved it. I, I mean, I just couldn't get enough of it. And then I started reading her other books, started following her on social media. Like I totally was in the Jen, Hat, Jen Hatmaker juice. I mean, I I bought the HGTV series to watch. You know, I thought they were a fantastic family. Loved their church. Loved all these things they were doing. And then I remember over the years watching her social media and being like, Whoa, what? I'm, I'm gonna walk away from this. So. A few things with this. So the, that was just my little right, for any right, of you who don't right, know who she her. is. That's a little. But a few, th yeah, well, and we'll. I'll give a tiny little background on her to you real quick. But it, and I know she has a podcast. And heck, this could reach her ears. And the thing that She'll bothers quickly me, quickly ignore it. Yeah, she would. And the, but the thing that really bothers me is she knows what she's doing, and I'll explain that in a minute. But we, like you said, we want to wait everything and look at everything from a biblical scope so you go whoa 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 wait a minute well, you're going out you're calling somebody by name you're judging somebody you're judging their mm -hmm. teaching 
you know, this You're is... You're not perfect. Yeah, this is the first thing that people say. Every I, time. Listen, I'm not here to serve people. No. And I'm not here... I don't care what your opinion is. Let me go ahead and read you. This is why I don't care what your opinion is. This is biblical proof that this is what we need to do and needs to happen, especially with somebody that knows what they're doing. And I'll get to that, like I said. So 1 Timothy 6, 3 through 6. If anyone teaches a different doctrine and does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teaching that accords with godliness, he is puffed up with conceit and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy craving for controversy and for quarrels about words, which produce envy, dissension, slander, evil suspicions, and constant friction among people who are depraved in mind and depraved of the truth. That sounds insanely harsh. Imagining that godliness is a means of gain. Let me stop off right there we talked about the women empowerment thing in the beginning Mm -hmm. this whole movement and this whole idea and now slapping Jesus along in with this Rachel Hollis Mm -hmm. Jen Hatmaker movement Joyce Meyer Beth Moore all of them imagining that godliness is a means of gain Mm -hmm. okay these are He is describing false teachers. They're imagining that godliness is a means of gain. So what are they selling? She's selling something. What does it sound like she's selling? Verse 6, but godliness with contentment is great gain. But no. We want to be loud and proud and aggressive and career-driven and bound, and nobody can stop you. Like that—that's what this whole thing is driven on. But he just Paul just describes to Timothy here: these are attributes of a false teacher who is puffed up with conceit and understands nothing. He continues and tells Titus in the pastoral letters in Titus 1, 11, they must be silenced. They must be silenced since they are upsetting whole families by teaching for shameful game what they ought not to teach. Are you kidding me? I'll read it one more time for the people that I did probably stutter. I have issues with that. They must be silenced since they are upsetting whole families by teaching for shameful gain what they ought not to teach. Speaking of false teachers. Continuing in Titus, this time chapter 2, verse 15. Declare these things. Exhort. There's that word again. But we know what it means this time. If if not, let's go ahead and go back to the definition of exhort. That would be 
to incite by argument or advice and to urge strongly to give warnings or advice and to make urgent appeals exhort and rebuke with all authority let no one disregard you so did I lay a case out here I mean, for the Bible means calling this out. Is this enough? Probably not. I'll, I, I, I'll war with people again, and that's fine. I will stand strong in this because I know this is this is really tough for a guy to call out. But mm -hmm. I'm the one that found this, and the fact that our ministry, I would say, probably is eighty percent women. Yeah. Because of the homeschool and sure. because of, I mean, for various reasons. Well, yeah. Um, but, well, it was because of the homeschool and you, but. Yeah, and obviously I'm talking to women. And you're talking to, exactly. So, I mean, and the, and that's, that's where this is super important. I mean, I know I'll get it, but this is super important to me because of that reason mm -hmm. as well. Because I just said, because false teachers come in and they prey on the weakness of women. They come in and they prey on women but, and their desires and their sinful desires. But I feel like... But listen, we, but think about what that means. Every single woman, and I know a lot of them, even in our ministry, are just, just crushed by guilt for past sin. Okay, as is myself and I know everybody else is. Okay, but I know for women especially, they are just... Uh, you know, the, you tend to be more emotional, so you tend to just hold on to, you know, this tends to 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 ruin a woman with, you know, high emotion. So it's easy because you're looking for something to soothe you because you have this guilt. You're you're not understanding that you're refusing to be forgiven and refusing to let the Lord do His work. So you're searching for something else other than Christ. So what were you going to say? You were going to say something. Um, no, well, no, I was just going to say that I feel like, I mean, I know I've read that scripture a million times, and I, I guess maybe it's just me, but I know when I read that, I kind of took that as, you know, men preying on innocent women you know, type of a thing is how sure. I kind of took that. Not sure. saying that that can't happen, obviously, but it was amazing, um, you know, stopping to think of it. And we've been, it just, I don't really know how we ended up. God just kind of put this before us. But all of this talking with so many of you about these false women teachers specifically yeah. and what role women have biblically in any of this anyways. Um, and so to stop and go, wait a second, these people are coming from within the church they're preying on women we're in danger from these women mm. these gin hat makers rachel hollis beth moore joyce exactly. meyer this priscilla is... schreier i mean you can go on and on and on with all danger. these names but it i guess for me was kind of just a mental shift because like i said i've read that scripture a million times and i always just assumed bad men you know you like never was, thought it could have been I a woman never thought that that's where the main 
you know, we're the bulk of the problem. And I feel, and not that there aren't men teachers out there doing a horrific job and great apostasy. I mean, that's the whole thing. Come on now. But uh, I just, I never thought that was a, even could be used as women coming in and preying on the women. One more verse. And then I'm going to get to what my whole issue is, what this all boils down to. This is Jude. Jude is only one chapter, so this is verse 4. And Jude's whole letter, in case you have and we've done Jude in a study, but Jude's whole letter was dedicated to false teaching. Oh, yeah. He was like, hey, I wanted to write about all the awesome stuff that Jesus accomplished and by our salvation. But, man, I'm going to give you my last opportunity here to write about these false teachers. So, verse 4. I say this because some ungodly people have wormed their way into your churches, saying that God's marvelous grace allows us to live immoral lives. The condemnation of such people was recorded long ago, for they have denied our only Master and Lord, Jesus Christ. Okay. So, now the climax to what my issue was here. And this is a social media post. It was just extremely terrifying for me. Okay. I've already heard this rant. <laughs> yep. But so she... She posts this two days ago, and it's this picture of a field of flowers, and it says, we get to leave. Okay. And I, I, that's what got my attention, because I'm like, wait a minute, ain't no way she's teaching about the rapture. <laughs> so I had, to, no. I had to click on it. No. So I learned something, and this is her, this is on Instagram. So I'm, I'm man on her way out there but there was also some people that were trying to stick up for the things that i was just saying and they were just getting obliterated oh of course yeah and nobody wants to hear so that. i mean i encourage people to go read it and and go well, stand up for stand biblical up for truth, biblical truth and no i mean if you have if you have thick skin and you're ready to debate i mean i know travis is going to be all over it so i encourage it though i mean these are things that we can't we can't we have to separate from yeah. i'm not calling for some kind of revolution obviously well, we're not but we have to run to. out and, and if you're not com- listen if you're not comfortable with it fine then just listen to this as a warning and, and understand this is something that you need to stay away from and far far away from so this is the the, the quote so i learned something incredible as a grown-up adult she says this is her right name. and i could not get past the first pig you know this i know i i don't ugh. Just try, honey. Try. The denominations of churches that elevate men and diminish women. I was like, done. You know that Peter Griffin meme when he just gets up, <laughs> done. That was me. Okay. Elevate men and diminish women that harm or exile LGBTQ Christians that protect abusers and shame their victims into private forgiveness, that create panels of all white men to tell the rest of us how unbiblical social justice is, that peddle shame and guilt and sorrow, and then in all caps, we get to leave. She continues. 
Their pronouncements on anyone's worthiness or faithfulness or authority or giftedness or inclusion has absolutely no power over us. And I would assume that would be the panels of all, well, yeah, that is the panels of all white males sure. that are telling us how unbiblical social justice is. And how women don't have a role in, leader, in all of right. you know, biblical truth weird things. You condemn will, women in the pulpit, question mark? Y yes. That she didn't put that. That's me. Let me explain how much I don't care while I am studying for my sermon. She responds. She says. Is yes. she says. Mm -hmm. This affects me zero. LGBTQ Christians. That's just so hard for me to say. Can't lead and preach in the church? Question mark. Weird. They do in mine. They are in their endless faith communities that operate out of equality and honor and grace. There is no actual door to the prison. Just walk on out. They still will be fighting the same fights inside that cell when you are dead. So might as well choose the freedom and joy and life and light in your faith story. Don't be your own jailer. Walk on outside and come see how the rest of us love Jesus and each other. You will be so welcome. Jesus is worth his salt. He set us free for freedom's sake. You can choose bondage to keep trying to talk them into equality or keep fighting for a seat at the kids' table. Or you can just walk outside in the fresh air. Come on out. I had a heart attack. Well, don't say that because people know about your blood pressure yeah, issues. I didn't literally have a heart attack. Well, he was freaking out a little bit. I think I might have. I did get a couple little, little flutters. Feelings. I was dizzy. I did get a little lightheaded. I, you know, chest started hurting a little. Maybe I did. And then the comments that come along with this. I mean,. This has. I just hear R.C. Sproul screaming. Like, I the, I can hear he's turning over in is. his grave. Amen. Yep. Yes. 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 I want to print this exactly one billion times and airdrop it in every church in America. Thank you, Jen. Mm. I cannot believe this. I can and I can't. Yeah. But. What really caught my attention is the panels of all white males that are telling us how unbiblical social justice is. And who she's referring to is that's a direct jab at John MacArthur. Mm -hmm. That is a, which it, this first thing, it just kind of takes me off about it. But that's a direct jab at the you know the uh the strange fire conferences mm -hmm. the, the different ones that he does um and in inclusion and this is exactly what i was reading before i started this i don't know if i even have to say anything about this this present this case presents itself after everything that I gave to you from Scripture. Well, and if you just 
heard him read her post and you don't see the big deal, there's here's the much big, deeper Here's issue. the big deal. She's talking about, number one, she says LGBT, whatever the crap it is. I don't even LGBT care. LGBT. Whatever. That, I mean, that's so fine. Again, that you know, let me, let me, nobody that, nobody that would listen this far wouldn't really care up to this point but remember this is a christian podcast i don't think that i should impose my views my personal view is i don't believe that we should impose our views on the world the world's going to be the world mm -hmm. so i'm not trying to control your freedom as an lgb whatever you are person that that's cool. I'm that's where I'm a little a bit. Country, that's where I'm a I'm a little bit different than most Christians that you may have run across because I I understand that I'm not of this world mm -hmm. and this world's just gonna be his world and like while as I do support people that that do fight for our beliefs within the world, I caution them and remind them that we are not we definitely are not social justice warriors we are not out here trying to thump people over the head with the bible and just you know making america a christian nation yep. that's definitely not what i agree with i'm on the complete other side where hey i just happen to live here in america i just happen to be a citizen here I'm doing my own thing, living in the state that I got to live. You do you. I Whatever. Yep. I know where this is going. So I'm not concerned. So that's where I'm a little bit different than most Christians. So I, I remind people that, that that's where my – that's where I sit with it. I, I could care less. You know, sure, have all the freedom that you want. You, you, you argue whatever points you want and you get – is far ingrained. I'll tell sure. you how ingrained it is. I already know how how bad it's going to get. You're going to get to societies where you can't control this. Mm -hmm. So it's whatever. Uh, okay. Like I said, I'm I'm not advocating not sticking up for our beliefs, but uh, I I also don't am am not one of those that. But as far as a Christian, you you can't you can't take Jesus. And mix him into your little operation that you got going here. You can't, you can't just slap Jesus on it. Just, just go live your. Just there's plenty of motivate. Like I said, regurgitated motivational speakers. Go feel good about them. Like there's way better ones. Why, why bring Christ into it? Why? Because it perverts. Mm -hmm. It's this is demonic. Mm -hmm. This is absolutely... Oh, her whole call that she makes there to just come in and you're welcome. That is a I'm, demonic So call I'm saying that that, that those... So you're, you're calling this saying these Christians. There's no such thing as an LGBTQ Christian. No. Absolutely no thing. Absolute, that's like saying that there is a active murderer that is a Christian. Or that's like saying that Hugh Hefner, An and when he was alive, Christian. yeah, I was just gonna say that's like saying that Hugh Hefner, when he was alive, was a godly man, yeah. and and he wasn't, you know, he like he would if, if he said that he was a, a a Christian, I would no, and he did. I think he claimed Christianity, mm -hmm. like no, sorry, dude, 
that's not Christ. So not this doesn't this isn't just focused towards one thing. But still, she's saying that God's grace allows us to live these kind of lives. Mm-hmm. So because we have God's grace, we can we can have these lifestyles. We can step on out. We can come on out. And she she said with Jesus, the Jesus I know, weird. All these comments. This is are you kidding? This is exactly what the Bible warns us about. And this is that is just just sick. And the fact that she has I mean there's 19,000 likes on that Jeez. that post alone. It wasn't it just from like a couple days ago? Two I days ago. Yeah, it's only two days. Two ago. days ago. And she has 424,000 followers. And that's just on Instagram. Literally just her Instagram reach. And this is, did we, the the Kingdom pod, or what did we, that podcast? Did, we did an End Times podcast. Is Never it? Never went up. Never went up. I don't know what we called it. Well, anyway, I went over. This will go out before that one probably does. Um, but I talked about the where these false teachers, where all their, their there's there's oh, one key. One. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, oh, you didn't know we, which one I was talking about. We've recorded. So I know, many but the one that the one that I was like the one that I was like happy with finally. That that will come out first. So it'll be the where does apostasy come from? That's the one. Sorry, we recorded and, a bunch and then we did. I got confused. It, I pointed out in that kind of where their your their end times viewpoint mm-hmm. um, kind of shapes a lot of this, and I explained how that works. And it's funny because Jen Jen Hatmaker is no no exception. She says telling us how biblical a panel of white men. Okay, mm-hmm. so like I said, that's a direct jab jab at John MacArthur. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you don't know what. Social justice is this just this idea that we are accepting and we bring Christ through principles in, in the world. And, you know, that's just the basic Christian social justice is mm-hmm. basically that. And recently there was there was a document signed by, gosh, I can't even, I, you can go to the website. It's the statement on socialjustice.com and you can go read it it's a list you can go find out all about what this is and it's affirmations and denials pretty much about a christian's role in in society it's um and so social justice and the gospel and that was her that was her dig at it and this is recognizing basically that the these type of teachings and these types of things that people like this are that this is just absolute heresy and we deny this we we deny this completely and so that's the first you know little thing at it and she's the co-founder of legacy collective which this will be one of the first things that people go well saying so many bad things you look at all these good things that they do you know well the legacy collective it was a community focused on pioneering and funding sustainable solutions to systematic social issues as their instagram Mm. 
says. So systematic social issues through sustainable solutions, pioneering these different things. Hmm. There, I mean, this is a this is a complete butting in the head of this this type of and this type of belief is not recognized in I mean in a majority in in our Orthodox Christianity. No, not at all. This teaching is not. Mm-mm. And that's what this this is this you know I'm I'm looking through this collective and okay they do some good things for people here great things which I don't you know but if if you're promoting something like this okay, you're giving to the community but you're doing it you're you're trying to do it in the name of Jesus while denying because Jesus look because she's got all these different things from the world here and then she's got to post. Gospel con carne feeds everyone. And yet that's literally the only point on this whole... Th- I think that's the only reference to giving... I, I, I'm looking on here and that's the only reference I can say. And I'm like, doesn't he have a church? Right? Her husband? Yeah. They did, they unless did. something happened. I mean, because I, you know, stopped paying attention to her, but um, unless... I know, I mean, unless something... Listen, like, that's why I hate, you know, normally I would have an issue really... um, Yeah, Austin New Church was there. Do they have a website? So It's austinnewchurch.com. And going, I mean, they have a statement at the bottom of their, their... the website here at austinnewchurch.com that's the inclusion of the LGBTQ community and how which not that we shouldn't be I, no, no, trying no, no. to I, bring that's, people that's not, of that community I'm to not, Christ but but, they, but here's the problem to that end we are collaborating with our district superintendent and our bishop to explore options of how to move forward operationally while maintaining our integrity of faith. We share more information with you as conversations progress progress, and when we have more details to the community. You're a vibrant part of ANC and our church would not be the same without you. We love you, respect you, and that will never change. You're always welcome at ANC. This is the problem is you're not calling them to repentance. You're not on Tuesday, delegates which prohibit same-sex marriage and ordination. Deeply saddened by the same-sex marriage. So, yeah, I mean, they're saying that they're deeply saddened by the same-sex marriage. I'm like, it's that's fine as a as a human, you know, as an American, whatever. You as a Christian, you can't. Remember, we were talking about this. You can't drink out of the same. This is just, I mean, this is just unbelievable. And this is a complete, complete depart from the faith in a falling away from a, the general understanding of the faith. And these things are just, they're terrifying. And listen, like I said, if you, if, if you like her, I mean, even for her, she is teaching a demonic 
demonic gospel. Yeah. That's what it is. And nobody wants to call it by what it truly is. And you need to stay. If you want to look past that. Far (laughs) away from it. And she needs to not. She really needs to get the name of Jesus out of her mouth. Because this is, I mean, let the Lord rebuke her because this is, but as far as claiming a church and this stuff must be silenced. You know that stuff that I just read? This is ridiculous. And if you have any part of this, highly advise you to get away from it and if you are a proactive person it, it you know debate any you know or, or, or you know somebody that can provide a little bit more rebuke of this type of you know whether it's either you know just fighting this on social media I know we don't want to go round and round in circles because that doesn't that doesn't do any good. But there needs to be more general statements of faith like this, and then more backing up of our brothers and sisters that try to go on these things and try to say things, and then they just get obliterated by yeah. the rest of them. Listen, Jesus is not all inclusive. It no. it does not work that way. Mm-hmm. It does not. I don't. You can say what you want, but it doesn't. He's not your Jesus. He's not, and you can't just, he, he's not a little clay character like stinking Gumby that you can just make go wherever you want. Yeah, mold them into fit whatever you want. And especially in your proud little happy, you know what, fine, if you like all that, cool. That Stick with that. I think that's pretty stupid because the world sucks. But if that's your thing, that's your thing. But don't attach the name of Christ to it. Flee from it. Mm-hmm. So I think... I don't know. I know, I, I know that I wanted it to hit a few more points on this, but in the... In the... Looking at our time here, I don't want to ramble on and on about it. I think I did it enough in the beginning. But... If you're following her or if you have her book or if you know people that have her book or if you can get I mean this cannot be you cannot let this happen I mean she can have her little minions that's fine but again just don't let her drag the name of Christ through the mud like that whatever that means to you like i said that might be throwing a book away stop get away you know just stay away because this type of stuff is scary it's serious and, and i don't think anybody understands and the if this would ever come across her ears which i don't think it ever would but if i mean it might because if i put her name on it and it gets out i i don't know if it does but like I said, the the Lord will rebuke you. I, I'm I mean I'm the Lord will cast judgment on you. You are absolutely a false teacher. This is absolutely repulsive what you are doing to the gospel, 
And what I said, I do have to bring up one point that I just remembered that I said that I would clarify is that she knows better. The reason why she knows, well, n number one, the problem is she grew up Pentecostal. Mm -hmm. And she, her father was a Pentecostal preacher. Okay, so. Okay. You, oh, that's right, yeah. You know that, I mean, the Pentecostals, okay, they're whatever, but they believe in some wacky stuff man like some crazy stuff and a matter of fact I know a lot of people that listen have been involved one way or another in some, some form of Pentecostal um, but she grew up I mean knowing uh, uh, having a decent basis not not any decent but a decent basis of biblical understanding mm -hmm. and it's not like she's ignorant like she doesn't know these things she just denies them doesn't agree with them her conscience is your conscience is completely seared mm -hmm. and completely blinded to the truth and like I said, having the form of godliness. What do you think having the form of godliness is? And then her husband is a quote-unquote pastor. That's a quote-unquote church. You were just saying before we started, why does every apostasy have to come out of Texas? Yeah. That, you know, that's very interesting, though, because uh, is it TBN that's out of Texas? Everything, yeah. Well, not everything because there not was one every, out of no, them. Remember, everything. what was the one that we went out? We that was out of Florida that we used to drive by all the time. That was oh, one yeah. of the things that still my nightmare things about Key West still yeah. is remembering that. I don't know. Maybe I have it confused. Maybe it's like uh, TBN is. I don't know. Anyway, that like yeah the apostasy that comes out of texas is insane and now with dallas theological Th seminary which used to be a semi-decent seminary when it first started is now starting to question the inerrancy of the bible starting to not te a, a very conservative premillennial theologic or a seminary was is now going more mainstream with this liberalism and what it's producing is this. Mm -hmm. And these, even this, this whole new wave of teachers that's coming through is all going to be this. Because this, start is, this stuff has started to flood the seminaries. And it's, I mean, it's, it's crazy. And it's just, once good seminaries now are being infected by this doctrine and a lot of it is just they they know it they completely just throw it to the side they'll sometimes come up with a argument that they know doesn't hold and this is what bothers me is they know that don't hold any weight but they know that the basic person wouldn't know this information because mm -hmm. they're they're a teacher. They know that the basic person wouldn't know this basic information about the the, the points that they're mm -hmm. making. 
on where their defense lies in this. So they know that the average, so therefore they teach somebody and then that person becomes a genius all of a sudden in everything theology. Mm-hmm. And that's just why it's just, ah, you know what you're doing. It's not like you're, ah, you just have to look at it from a different way. So that was, I will cut this off and I'll be back probably with another name drop soon. Yeah, because there's no shortage of them to go through. Yeah, I pray for her. I do. Um, I said I wanted to do it with patience. I said I wanted to do it with kindness. But at the same time, that's why I wanted to, to read the seriousness of the verses. There's no, oh, you know what? With them, though, you got to be, like, really nice. Yeah. Like, you can't. I mean, hey, you don't know. Maybe they have good hearts. Hey, I didn't read once. Hey, Jesus is love. Okay. We take everything in light of scripture, right? Mm-hmm. So how how did Paul deal with this? Did he come to somebody and was like, hey, no, if somebody knew what they were doing mm-hmm. with the word of God and they were completely blaspheming it like that and they knew better, Are you he kidding threatened me right a rod. Yeah. He said, they must be stopped. Rebuke them. He himself. I mean, stop them. Not Jesus is love. Don't judge. Matthew, God said not to judge. No, he didn't say not to judge. You can't cast the first stone. What he said was that he said to stop judging on appearances. Mm -hmm. Don't judge on appearances. And then take a look on the inside and take a look at yourself before you have any opinion of judgment for somebody else. But don't judge somebody from the outside. That's what he said. That judge has nothing. The heart, to do. the fruit of what is being produced, because that that's how we see that the inside. Zero percent to do with slapping Jen Hatmaker with some truth. Like mm-hmm. this has nothing to do with that. So I was disgusted by that. I hope by the end of this, everybody can look into this and be just as disgusted as I am, because. <laughs> This has infected the church, and this is in not just, even if people don't follow her, this this is in Christian bookstores. Oh, yeah. This is something that now she is doing church, church tours. Oh, yeah. You know, churches may be innocently bringing her in, not knowing that she's, you know, because you said that she didn't used to be this bad. No. But, I... even, or used to be this bad. But you... You know, I don't know. Looking at her background, I go, I don't know how she originally could have been that good. I've never been into her. Yeah. Um, I've recently, over the past two days, done a lot of look digging into her. And, I mean, I just have been sick to my stomach. So, hopefully everybody else is too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Well, when, when yeah, you're, I'm when not you're disagreeing doing that with Christ. I'm saying that your relationship with Christ should mean a little bit more to you Completely. Than, than that. And you should be just as upset to defend the faith and to, and to, and to stop this. And, and to stop this may be, like I said, I mean, this type of thinking, this type of mm-hmm. uh, materialistic lifestyle, like your some empowered hero, look, we are all sinners. And that's... You know, this is where she she's crying off of your conscience and your desires. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, we are all sinners and we all have horrible desires. Anywhere that there's desire, there's, there's, we just read that in James at the beginning. So that, that's not a good thing. And I promise I cut it off. So go, cut it. Cut it. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next time.